Timothy Kama is an energy and environment staff writer at The Hill. He's written about the Keystone XL pipeline, the Obama administration's climate change regulations and natural gas exports, among other issues. And prior to joining The Hill in March 2014, he was the web editor at Transport Topics, a trucking industry publication where he coordinated digital media coverage with reporters and editors. More than a pleasure to have Timothy Kama with us from The Hill. Hey, Timothy, how you doing? Good afternoon and welcome. Great. Thanks for having me. Another executive order is to be signed by the president, and this is ordering federal government agencies to slash their greenhouse gas emissions. Uh, The White House uh, says that this is uh, the order, the executive order, is a way for the government to, quote, lead by example by curbing emissions of carbon dioxide and other gases believed to cause global warming. A couple of things here. One, does an executive order, um, is, is there any way around that? Uh, for these federal agencies, or, you know, so it is written, so it must be done since the president signed this executive order uh, to slash their greenhouse gas emissions. Right, exactly. The, um, you know, the, the president's power over the over federal agencies is, is a pretty pretty strong power that he has. You know, there's, there's been a lot of discussion um, in recent years about the enforceability of a lot of Obama's executive orders, but, you know, as the as the president, the, the commander in chief, if you will, he uh, he does have the power over over federal agencies. It's pretty wide ranging to you know to tell them to do um, this kind of thing. So there there's not much of an indication that um, this wouldn't be enforceable or that um, uh, federal agencies uh, wouldn't be able to, to to do this. But at the same time, it's um, it is a, a goal, if nothing else, this 40 percent uh, figure. So. Uh, so there's also a lot of questions about, you know, could could uh, could the federal government actually reach this goal, um, given the the resources that it has and and the ability to to switch things around, um, or or will it come out come up short? Uh, we have um, we have about ten years to see if that'll uh, if that'll happen, though. You know, there are people out there, even in the federal government, that don't believe in climate change or don't believe that, uh, you know, humans and, you know, these uh, greenhouse uh, emissions uh, and, and reducing them um, is necessary. Really doesn't matter, though, because this these are, you know, this is in regard to the federal government, one. And two, there are probably a lot of people out there thinking, not only why now, but why didn't he do this prior? Well, so... Um uh, to to get to that second part first, the, the, this is the the second um, goal that he's announced. Back in 2010, he he ordered um, a uh, another a smaller cut, um, and this is this is sort of uh, in addition to that. And, and this goes for a couple of years longer um, uh, than, than the last one. Um, yeah, you know, within within leadership in in DC, there's a uh, there are a lot of people, especially Republicans, who um, who doubt the the scientific uh, consensus behind um, behind climate change. Uh, so you know, there might be some anger there. Um, I haven't seen any yet, uh, from what I've checked around and, and asked various uh, uh, Republican leaders. Um, but uh, but again, you know, since this is since the president's power over the federal government is pretty um, pretty strong, uh, the the chances that um, you know that he won't be able to 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 do this or or that this would be questioned or whatever um, are pretty pretty small. But um, you know if this if this were to require uh, substantial amounts of money, then 
you know, then he might have to ask Congress for for that money. So it might get a little difficult there. Um, but again, there's no there's no indication of that. And in fact, the White House says that this is uh, going to save the taxpayer money, um, uh, billions, in fact, uh, of dollars um, through through efficiency measures, through using cheaper forms of energy, uh, through through things like that. So in in that way. Uh, you know, this could be a pretty popular thing, even if even beyond the the science of climate change and and whether or not this will actually, um, you know, help uh, help the situation when it comes to worldwide greenhouse gases and climate change. Uh, what about people that say, "Listen, um, you know, we're spending so much, or you know, this is more cash that we're putting into, uh, you know, green things." Okay. And, you know, some people feel that, hey, you know, ISIS just said that, you know, they were responsible for the attack at the museum in, in Tunisia. So there are people that perhaps feel that our money is going in different places that they don't feel is necessarily a priority. One, is this priority and why? And two, don't those come from different budgets? Right, exactly. That, you know, it, it's, with a lot of the environmental actions that the president has taken, um, the same arguments that have come up, you know, don't we have better places to spend the money or, or more important places um, to spend the money. Um, in cases of, of executive orders like this, this comes up especially when, you know, uh, part part of the goals here will involve the military, will involve the Department of Defense, and that could, um, you know, cost them money that, that should go elsewhere, or, uh, or there are fears that switching to a different fuel could... Um, could could really hurt uh, the missions of, of some of the branches of uh, the military, especially the Navy, for example, because they have those ships out there for for a while. Um, the, the White House argues that this is actually uh, you know good for the for the country's security. Um, in in recent months, the White House has made a very public effort, and Obama himself has too, of saying. You know, in terms of threats to the country, in terms of threats to the federal government, climate change is actually um, very, very far uh, up on that list. Um, that's a very unpopular opinion. A lot of Republicans um, have uh, have mocked him on that, have, have challenged him on that. For example, James Inhofe of Oklahoma, uh, Senator, um, has, has really fought back on that. Uh, a lot of the, the Republican leadership has. So it's not a very public, a very... Um, popular position, but again, the federal government uh, very strongly believes that taking action to to stop climate change, to fight climate change, and reduce greenhouse em- gas emissions um, is very much in the best interest of the country and very much in the best interest um, of the federal government. And that's that's essentially what they say to the to the naysayers who um, who argue with that. Well, this is for the government. But, you know, you know, and obviously that will take care of, uh, you know, a certain amount of emissions that will be cut. But what about in the private sector when you have so much pushback by a Republican controlled House and Senate? Right. So um, so for some uh, for some some perspective, uh, the the federal government's greenhouse gas emissions that we're talking about here still only account for. Uh, less than 1% of the country's emissions as a whole. So the federal government is the, the number one energy user in the country, um, but its greenhouse gas emissions are only six-tenths of 1%. So after this reduction of four, of, um, uh, of 40% of their, their emissions, it's, it's going to make a, a relatively small uh, dent um, in, that, in the bigger numbers. 
However, the, the White House argues that this is uh, a way to set an example um, and to, to lead by example um, and then hope, hope that the private sector will follow, follow along. Uh, part of the private sector that is following along are um, a lot of major federal suppliers, federal contractors. We had IBM, Northrop Grumman, Honeywell, which is some examples, who also announced today that they are taking new steps uh, to cut their own emissions. Some of them have concrete goals. Some of them have concrete programs or even just track their emissions. So they're kind of getting a... Um, on board with this as well. Uh, beyond that, though, for the rest of the, pri- the private sector, uh, yeah, you know, that that's the kind of thing that would involve uh, legislation and and, um, and approval from Congress. Uh, President Obama has has been fighting this fight for uh, for years in various sectors. He's um, he's taken actions to cut greenhouse gas emissions from um, from motor vehicles, cars, and trucks. Um, He's proposed to, to to cut it from uh, from power plants. Um, that rule is still in the the proposal stage, though, um, and that uh, that all very much, of course, when you get to the private sector, that's very controversial because you're telling uh, a business or an individual. Um, Absolutely. Okay. Hold that. Hold that thought, uh, Timothy. Hold that thought. Take a quick breath. We'll be back right after this. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Timothy Kama from The Hill. We're going to talk more about this executive order the president signed. We are back. Welcome, welcome back. Only True Democracy and Talk Radio. Energy and Environment Staff Writer at The Hill. Timothy Kama is our guest. Pick up the phone and join us. 8886-LESLIE. On the website for The Hill, go to thehill.com and follow Timothy on Twitter at Timothy underscore Kama, C-A-M-A. Timothy, uh, a lot of people tweeting uh, some uh, various things. A lot of people on Twitter seem to be, um, well, first of all, there are people out there that say, hey, I love the move, like A1 tweets, but will it really be enforced? Good question. What do you think? Well, uh, you know, that's a, that is a good question. Um, you know, as I said before, though, the the president's power over the federal over the federal government's internal operations um, is is uh, is pretty absolute. Um, and to me, at least, the question is less about uh, will he be able to compel federal agencies to, to take these measures, and more about you know will the agencies live up to this goal? So you know, the agencies can only do so much with the with the resources that they, that they have, with the money that they have. Um, you know, a lot of this is going to be centering around um, you know switching to renewable power. Uh, which you know isn't always accessible. Um, in improving the energy efficiency of um, of their operations, be that their buildings, their vehicles, uh, thing, things along those lines. Um, now, since the since uh, the president first announced in 2010 his first goal for carbon reduction within the federal government, um, that resulted in a 17 percent decrease in the greenhouse gas emissions from the federal government. So that proves that this this can be done. They can't. The federal government can significantly reduce its greenhouse gas emissions, but there's still uh, a long way to go. And um, you know, the government's pretty big. It's a pretty big bureaucracy, and there's there's a lot to be done. So, so yeah, to me, it's more about uh, you know, will will the agencies be able to do this? Okay, and uh, let's talk about the cost. It does seem Jim tweets it's going to cost the taxpayer dearly, and he makes some other remarks about flying uh, AF1, et cetera. 
Will this cost the taxpayer dearly, or is this money that we're sort of already paying that's just going to be allocated in a in a different direction? Well, so you know, anytime that the that the federal government wants more money, they would have to ask uh, ask Congress. The White House, at least, says that this is actually going to save the taxpayer money. They say that uh, this will save eighteen billion dollars um, to the American uh, taxpayers. Their argument there is that uh, they're their energy use is going to be more efficient. Um, they also argue that renewable energy uh, can be cheaper than other forms of energy, which isn't always true. It depends uh, on a lot of various factors. Um, so so they really think that this is going to be an, an energy um, saver. Uh, again, this is one of those things where uh, you can you can argue various sides of this, but uh, but ultimately we'll be able to see, um, in the coming years, uh, if this does end up being more uh, more costly than than the current operations are, uh, but again, if if Obama wants to get in there and spend billions of dollars to to buy certain types of um, energy or something like that, that that Congress hadn't ex- explicitly said that he could, then that would be that would be problematic. So uh, he's not doing that. Um, but uh, but again, it's hard to see exactly where the cost will pan out. Oh, most definitely. Um, and uh, uh, let me see, 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 because I have some other people. Um, well, you know, the President Obama is obviously not up for re-election. When a president signs an executive order, does that order stand when a new president comes in, a new president is elected? Uh, generally stands, but um, that's that's only if the new president doesn't change it. The, the new president obviously has the power uh, to to reverse an executive order, so it stands until the president um, reverses it. So yes, if uh, if in 2016 a Republican is elected and decides to to reverse this, then um, uh, then that that definitely could happen. Um, of course, if this really does end up being a money saver for the federal government, then essentially reversing it would be to to spend more money. Um, so part of what what the White House's calculation is here is that this will be a very popular move, and that a future president wouldn't want to uh, to reverse it. Uh, that's their their bad their gamble to make. Um, but yes, it's uh, it very much depends depends on the president, and any and a future president could uh, could very well uh, reverse it if he, he or she wants to. What about companies, major companies, corporations that sell to the federal government? Uh, General Electric, Hewlett Packard, Northrop Grumman, uh, uh, Grumman, excuse me, Honeywell. Um, they're supposed to be announcing uh, some voluntary commitments to cut their own emissions. Um, of these heat trapping gases blamed for global warmings. A, is that correct? Um, B, uh, what about those companies that sell to the federal government that aren't going to be making uh, these voluntary commitments? Right, exactly. So uh, those, those companies that you listed, a couple of others, um, they they all kind of organized around around the president when he asked them to, and they've, they've made various commitments uh, some of them are really just to, to track their emissions better, um, you know, or maybe even publicly disclose uh, their their emissions on a regular basis. Uh, some of them have made big goals to to reduce their own emissions, and some of them have made um, you know very very concrete plans um, to to do so. So that that sort of uh, to the White House, that sort of amplified this announcement to say, 
you know, well, the federal government is doing this much, and then all, with all these other uh, contractors and suppliers, which are very big companies, um, you know, this has a much uh, a much bigger um, bigger impact. So uh, obviously, that was not all of the major all of the major. Um, companies that supply goods or services to to the federal government, um, but these are some very big companies and some very big federal contracts. Um, Northrop Grumman, for example, was one of them. Boeing uh, was one of them. We're talking about large, multi-billion-dollar co- annual contracts with the federal government um, that these these companies all did voluntarily. Because again, the you know the president's power to to compel them is not uh, is not very strong, but they. Um, these companies all voluntarily uh, decide to do that, and obviously that has an impact outside of the federal government because these companies do a lot more um, than uh, than just just contracting. Um, as for as for other contractors and suppliers to the, to the federal government, obviously um, they they made a decision to not participate. Some of them um, still do disclose their emissions, and uh, some of them the federal government will try to to estimate because the federal government likes to know, you know, out of everything it's doing and everything it's contracting, they like to know, you know, the the energy usage and emissions that they're um, that they're causing. So some of these things, you know, are, are already uh, estimated. Um, a lot of companies with with major operations, you know, power plants, for example, or other major buildings, um, already do. Uh, report this kind of information to the environmental protection agency so that they can do their reports and we can you know get a get a view of um, the greenhouse gas emissions of uh, of the country as a whole though um, i I want to know what is, if any, the response and pushback. I mean, there's no pushback against executive order, but you know verbally there's pushback by Republicans. What are we hearing from those on the hill today on the right? So it's been uh, relatively relatively quiet here on the hill for that. Um, the uh, we we haven't heard uh, very very much of of any kind of pushback on this. Um, you know, as as you alluded to, there's there's very little that Congress could do. Um, but but nonetheless, if they wanted to to talk about it, then then they could. Um, you know, I I, uh, I asked some some questions of, of some of some leaders and. Um, didn't uh, didn't hear very very much, so so not a lot of uh, pushback on this. But um, but then again, you know, it's not a uh, like I said, it's the federal government's emissions are six tenths of one percent of the um, of the country, and uh, you know, again, in, unless somebody can really prove that this is going to to impact Americans or or increase taxes or or anything like that. Um, it's hard to to make a a very easy case um, against uh, you know the federal government yep. changing its, its own a- operations. A- absolutely, Timothy. Thank you for joining us, Timothy Comma, Energy and Environment Staff Writer at the Hill. Follow him on Twitter at Timothy underscore Comma C A M A, and the website for the Hill is thehill.com. It's time to discover the world with your loved one. Turkish Airlines Fly Festival has begun. This Valentine's Day, you can enjoy 10% off in economy class and 15% off in business class for every two tickets you get. Book your flight with Turkish Airlines until the 14th of February and fly with the special fares of Turkish Airlines. For details, visit TurkishAirlines.com.
This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery.